welcome to episode 5 of the Pioneer Diamond Chat Podcast. So today's show is being recorded in Morristown, Tennessee. Uh, It's right down the street from Walters State, and uh, that's the team we're going to be playing this afternoon. Um, So yeah, welcome to the show. This has been a little bit of a hiatus between now and when the last episode was, but hey, here we are. Glad to finally be back. Um, And so since the last show now, just to give you a brief little update, the Pioneers are now 7-16 overall. Um, And honestly, I personally think that they are poised to be flipping the script right now. I think they know that they can be playing better, and I think that um, they have a huge challenge at hand for the next two days, and we'll see how well they can uh, perform. Um... So this morning on the show, we're going to have first baseman Bill Hamilton and starting pitcher Chase Haley. Um, They're the guests on the show, and we'll hear from them both just uh, in a few moments. Um, So between now and then, um, like I said, the Pioneers are 7-16. and Uh, I believe we've won just one conference game so far. Um, Probably not something you want to start out the year with, but... Um, I've seen crazier things happen as well. Um, so all that matters is that we stick it to them and we make it to the playoffs. And um, that's a while from now, but uh, quite frankly, that's just how it works. And so from there on forth, we should be able to um, honestly prove to the rest of Region 7 how good of a team we honestly are. Um, the hitting has been there. Uh, we'll talk about that. That's been... Uh, a problem. Uh, we haven't had the right amount of hitting that comes at the right time, so um, we'll see what Bill and Chase have to say about that. Chase probably not as much. Bill being someone that's hit two home runs this year, he'll probably give us a little more of an insight on that. So um, so in just a few short hours from now, uh, it's about uh, 9.45-ish here in Morristown right now. Um, Pioneers will face the number two ranked Juco baseball team in Walter State. Um, game one today is a nine inning contest, and tomorrow's games uh, will begin at noon. Um, all times are Eastern Standard Time. We have switched from Central to Eastern, um, coming over toward the Knoxville area. So uh, we'll take a short pause here. Um, and we'll have some music play, and we'll have Bill and Chase join the show in just a moment. Soundstripe. So, welcome back to the show. We're here with first baseman Bill Hamilton and starting pitcher Chase Haley. So, guys, first off, thanks for coming on the show. It's happy to have you guys. Um, we're here in Morristown. So, um, getting us right off the bat, just starting us off. So, 
Um, you guys have a big series in a few hours. What's going through your head right now? I mean, just get ready to play. They're going to punch us, so we just got to punch back. Chase? Uh, yeah, just every game, every uh, pregame, I always just uh, – I mean, I don't. I t- I've talked quite a bit. I feel like before, or not before games, but like just in general at practices and stuff. But before games, usually kind of stay focused and don't let anything uh, distract me before game. I gotcha. Yeah, I think that's of huge importance before you guys get into a huge series like this, especially against the number two ranked JUCO uh, baseball team. So, um, guys, so just with some background, like right off the bat, would you guys mind sharing where you're from and how you got interested or just introduced like into the sport of baseball? I, uh, I've been actually playing since I was four, and then back in, my uncle was actually the one who got me playing the game, and he passed away uh, December 25th of 2015, and then, you know, you'll see it, I have it always ripped, wrote down, GNB, and then my hometown, you know, I'm from a small hometown, mm-hmm. me and him both, we're from small towns, just not much to do besides ball, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. So where, where, like, what city are you Clarksville, from? Tennessee. Clarksville, Tennessee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so hopping over to Chase now. Uh, yeah, we're actually, we're talking about hometowns. We actually were, like, rivals in high school, yeah. which is kind of funny. But um, anyways, yeah, I didn't uh, start playing baseball until I was uh, 11. I, uh, I actually raced dirt bikes up until I was about 8 or 9, and then uh, over time, I, uh, at school, because I was still went to school, obviously, I wasn't homeschooled or anything, and all my friends, they played baseball, football, basketball, and so I never got a chance to play any of those sports until I was, like I said, 10 or 11, so um, I just, you know, kind of like, my friends constantly wanted me to play baseball or football, so I was like, I could on pressure my parents, like, I really want to, uh, you know, try different sports, and then I guess after about, I turned about 13, I started doing travel ball, and then I just kind of focused all on baseball after that. Yeah, I got you guys. Um, so, uh, Chase, well, well, the first question is going to be with you. So, uh, this is going to be your third career start this afternoon. Uh, just kind of want to know how you're feeling, and uh, when did you find out that you were going to start? Um, actually, I didn't find out that I was going to start until, uh, well, actually, I knew that we were going to uh, have the same rotation was the idea earlier in the week. And then not until yesterday was I told I was going to start game one, which has been, I think every series has been Corey. So I think they're trying to change some things up. I don't think there's anything more to it than changing things up. But, um, I mean, I feel good about it. I mean, I, I mean, the last couple starts I've, I've felt good. And um, I just, I can't really, I don't really know how I'm going to feel arm-wise and pitch-wise until I'm there. But, I mean, I always feel pretty good going into the game with mm-hmm. lots of confidence. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and so, Bill, hopping back over to you. Gotcha. Uh, so, so far this year, you've played 15 games. I think 15 of 16 or 17 of the games that we've had. So, and you've hit two home runs. Uh, so, how have you felt about your season so far? Um, it could be better, obviously. But you know, we're still we're putting out all the pieces together, and you know, we're just working every day to get better. Mm, gotcha. Um, Chase, uh, this is uh, something that I noticed on my own, but something that we don't really keep track of, of who's doing better in what stat category, but you are second currently in strikeouts on the team with 24 behind Corey Wilson with 28. Um, so how do you continue that kind of compete mentality in order to stay consistent throughout the rest of the season? Yeah, I um, I just I think that every time I go out there, like we were talking about, just 
you know, just trying to do my thing. I'm not trying to do too much. I don't really think about it. I'm not trying to, like, oh, I'm going to try to get this many strikeouts today. I don't try to, you know, I just go out there and pitch. You know, whatever happens, happens. And I think for me, I just got to keep doing what I'm, what's been working for me, you know, just keep in mind. I think each start, I kind of think back about what I did right, that one, or what worked well for me. And I just got to keep doing that, and uh, I think everything else will fall into place. Mm-hmm. So this is a little side note. This would be for Bill, and then I'll hop into for a question for both of you guys. So. Uh, I noticed that you had like a split move or something like that. You've mm-hmm. had Roymer and like mm-hmm. hamstring problems. So how are you feeling now? Um, right now, not right now. It's not very good. Leg hurts. Can't stretch. But you know, I'm gonna do my best to mm-hmm. produce for the team and do whatever I can. What's something you do to probably uh, stretch that out or try to get to that playing level? Like stretch out my leg. Yeah. Just you know. Do all the stretches. Do what Justin tells me to do. Wrap it up. Tight compression before a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, to where I just can't feel my leg. Yeah, I think one of the episodes that I've talked with Corey and Justin, they were talking about how Justin is a huge asset to the team. Right. People don't really notice that very much. And that's right. something that's very attractive towards this team is that we always have him like on hand, not on road trips, but we right. usually do have him. Yeah. All right. So hopping back over. Um, so. Um, as far as what is your favorite pregame meal, uh, I know that we're on the road. You guys don't have your favorite places like around you, like in Gallatin. So, right. what's something you do to probably re- replace your normal eating routine? Well, usually it's not what I eat before a game. It's I drink two bottles of cranberry apple juice the night before a game. So that doesn't really being on the road doesn't really mess with that <laughs> ritual at all because I go to the store and get a drink. Okay. If I have to, uh, had, like, I've had a chance to pick anything I wanted to eat, not necessarily before game, but like he was saying, like, the night before, I usually eat, like, a lot of pasta. But uh, other than that, in the mornings, I mean, I just eat whatever. I'm not a big breakfast eater, especially if it's, like, a 12 o'clock game, you know, or something like that. But I know we have, like, peanut butter and jellies uh, on, the like, a snack box we have, and I usually just eat one of those. I know it's not too heavy, not too light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Also, every weekend that we have a game, I have to eat Taco Bell at least one day that week before the games. Okay. So and I eat Tuesday. A, is there a story behind you having the two things of uh, grape juice, I think you said? The, no. Actually, yeah, last year I drank two before – the day before we played Southwest last year, and I okay. hit really well at Southwest. Okay. So I just started doing that ever since. That, that sounds pretty fair to me. Um so hopping into more so of like the, the, the game this afternoon and yeah. just for the whole weekend, what are some keys to the game this afternoon, Bill? I know that you usually write something on your wrist. Mm-hmm. You can speak on that after the keys on the game. But what are the keys to stay ahead of this team, especially with the type of uh, repertoire that they've already built up this year? Like I said earlier, they're going to punch us, and we're just going to have to come back harder because they they're a good team, but – we're going to have to get them. I think it starts early on. Like, you know, we can't just – we. I mean, I think we can't wait. I mean, obviously we can't wait on anybody, but I think it starts from the very first pitch to the last pitch, just the same mentality, the same confidence, you know, not just getting down about anything. You know, you just got to – if an error happens early on, you got you to you gotta brush it off. You know, you can't ever let anything continue to linger on, especially against a team like this. Mm. You got to have a short memory too. If something bad happens, get it out. Mm. Um, so maybe from a batter's perspective and a pitching perspective, um, what can you do to stay ahead of them in this game? Uh, I think, I mean, I'm just going to pitch to my strengths. And if they, I mean, 
and I don't know. I really don't can't tell you what their strengths are. But I mean, if they uh, get the better of me, and they get the better of me. But I mean, for the most part, I can't really do other than pitch to my strengths. You know, I can't worry about what they're gonna do. Uh, I just gotta bring my best, and then whatever happens, happens. You know. And then hitters, we're just gonna have to put the ball in play, not strike out. Um, so, uh, Chase, uh, since you're starting, I just kind of want to know, even though I've known you for a year, I haven't really seen you on a starting day. So, um, what is maybe your walkthrough of how you get ready for a start like this or just like any start in general? Uh, leading up to like when I'm at the field and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I touched on a little bit earlier about, um, I don't really talk as much cause I like the, I feel like if I talk too much or talk to people or it's just a distraction to what I want to do, you know, kind of like, I like to go through, you know, what I want to envision what's going to happen that day uh, when I get there this depends on how much time we have till game time uh, about an hour in I'll start stretching and stuff like that give me plenty of time to get all my stretches in uh, about probably 30 minutes out I might start light tossing and I really I like to fill my pin right up until I get uh, ready to go in but I mean I, I sometimes if I'm able to I'm, I like to listen to music just to kind of just block out all other conversations distractions just kind of clear my mind of everything that's going on, whether it's school, whether it's with relationships, with whatever it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Just get clear my mind and just focus on what's at, the task at hand and um, go for it. I gotcha. Uh, Bill, hitting in the past conference, to like the past two series have right. come in kind of like at the wrong place, like, like right. at the wrong time. I think we had uh, eight hits one game and they had eight, uh, nine, and it right. was a pretty significant loss. I think it was, I think it might have been the eighth to two loss, but. Not speaking in light of the score, the right. hitting wise, and when it comes, how important is it to have the hits come at the right time? It's really important because you see most of our games, they're one, two run games. Mm-hmm. And our starting pitching is doing a heck of a job keeping us in the game. But we just, like Coach Hunt tells us, you know, we need to get this, get that big hit, the time we hit when we need it. Mm-hmm. So is that something that would help you guys get out of the slump? Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Um, so, um, Chase, you did some preseason training in Seattle. I kind of just put that thought together before you guys walked in. So, uh, what was something that you took away from that? And, I mean, you're building up your overall play from not playing at all last year. So, what did that do for you? Uh, I think that it was good for me to go out. When we go out there, like, uh, you know, obviously we're pretty far away from Nashville, Tennessee. But it's good for me to, you know, I don't have any other distractions back home. Whereas, you know, back hometown, so, I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but, you know, you got more distractions. Whereas when we got there, I mean, I literally, I would wake up around, you know, whatever time I had to be in there that day and, um, you know, go to baseball. Then after that, I would get back home. And then it was probably about like four or five o'clock. So it wasn't really much time to do anything. So really, it was just really focused in on just totally strictly baseball. And, um, Lots of pro guys were there, which, you know, it really does help your, you're not, I don't think my confidence needed that much help, but it really does give you confidence, you know, when you're training with some of the best, you know, in the world there. So, uh, yeah, I think it was good for me all the way around. Mm-hmm. And what's something else that you probably got away from, like, maybe, like, physical strength-wise? Um, I mean, I think, well, I was thrown off the mound, like, three days a week, mm-hmm. and I don't really, I mean, the workouts were good, too. I don't think I got necessarily, like, a lot stronger there. I think it taught me a lot more stretching uh, techniques and like workout techniques to work out the right way, but um, I think mainly it helped my arm for more endurance. And when I came back, I did have some uh, bicep pain because I threw so much out there. But I think once I recover, you know, you can bounce back better. Mm-hmm. Bill, what's something that you do in the off season to get ready? I I'm in the cage every day, hitting off the tee. That's it. <laughs> Pretty simple. So yeah. you go to the gym still and stuff like mm-hmm. that, just keep it normal. Yeah, go to the gym, weightlifting. I gotcha. 
Um, and so how can Buckeye Radio build? Uh, yeah. How how key is it to make simple uh, fielding plays and not just overthrow each other? Because that seems to be kind of the theme that's been going on so far. Coach Hunt stresses the little things. And, you know, these little plays that are happening that we're messing up, that's what's leading us to these one, two-point losses every game. So if we just keep making these little plays, the little things, you know, are going to start going our way and we're going to start winning ball games. I got you. Um, Chase, uh, you and I kind of spoke over your first win, like on the phone, um, and that was something that you were pretty excited about. It was your first win. It was a win that you guys had to get build back up to because you had lost the first game to Schoolcraft and then you beating them as much uh, or as hard as you did the next game. That was a big deal. Um, and so you said possibly that you wouldn't start for probably a, a, like a while. We didn't think yeah. that, just talking to his friends, we didn't think that you would get past that. So um, how does it feel to get more chances and opportunities now that that weekend's passed? I mean, yeah, it was a surprise. I mean, like you said, we were talking about it. it was a surprise I started uh, against Dyersburg. I thought maybe – I'd like, well, maybe I might get a start, you know, later in the season if uh, against a different um, conference opponent. But, yeah, I mean, it feels it feels good. I feel like um, i got to keep up, you know, obviously every day to go out there. It's just like you're competing for a job, but I think that's the point of competition. It's going to make you better, you know. So I think uh, every day I go out there, like I'm uh, trying to, you know, win for my team. I'm trying to compete, you know, to stay in that position. And uh, most of all, just trying to give the team the chance to win, you know. So I think that after that, I just got to keep on doing what's been working for me, you know, and just um, continue that mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Bill, you've already uh, – I already asked you about this if you were still going to NTSU. So you right. are going to be playing baseball there yes, in the fall. It, that's the plan. So what's your choice as to going there, and what is something maybe that you need to start working on now in order to improve your game before you get to Murfreesboro? I mean, I just think I need to improve on everything before I get to Division One ball. Just the speed of it. Everything's different. But I think I can adjust, mm-hmm. get everything where I need to get it. Mm. What did you like about the school? You know, I like the area. I like Murfreesboro. But honestly, what sold me was Coach Tomlin. You know, he's a great guy. Made me feel like I was, you know, wanted there. It was just a good fit, I think. Mm-hmm. So, did he, there's no guarantee for sure, but did he kind of give you the sense and feeling that you would actually play as right. soon as you got there? Right, yes. Okay, that's that's a pretty big deal. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, Chase, have you had any thought considering um, where you might play next year? I know that you are you got redshirted your first mm-hmm. year, but do you think you'll stick around? Do you think you'll go? What do you think's on your mind right now? Uh, as of now, we had it set up where I could do either way with my classes, but it um, looks like I'm going to be graduating this uh, spring. So uh, it really comes down to just because my classes, because I plan on getting my master's, and I don't really want to waste another year. Not necessarily waste, but, you know, for class-wise, waste another year in a classroom taking classes I don't even need. So, I mean, I plan on transferring. I don't really know. Uh, hopefully it's uh, through baseball, but uh, I guess we'll just play it by ear. Mm, I got gotcha. you. Um, so getting into the final thoughts here, just kind of wrapping up, because I know that we've got to leave pretty soon and go get lunch, but... Um, guys, just I kind of want to hear your thoughts on what the state of the team is right now. I kind of want to know like that feeling in the locker room, or feel like the feeling just that's on the field. Just anything that that you guys have on mind. You know the way we've been playing, you wouldn't think it's that great, but you know we're a close group. You know we love every single one of each other, and we're gonna play for each other, mm-hmm. and hopefully we're gonna start winning some damn ball games. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you, Chase. What's your thoughts? Yeah, same thing he's saying. I mean. 
I think that we uh, have been staying pretty positive considering how we've been doing this season because I think that we know that we're there. You know, we're not, like, getting blown out of the water. You know, we're not getting our butts handed to us. I think that the main thing is we're, we're close and we see that and we know that um, all it takes is a couple plays here and there and we're, you know, with the, the records flip-flopped, you know. So. Yeah, absolutely. I think you guys have a lot of good insight. So, um, but I don't think I have anything else for you guys unless you guys want to add anything about the team or anything about – just what, like what's going on but I mean aside from that I just want to thank you guys for hopping on the Pioneer Diamond Chat podcast for episode 5 so good luck to you guys today Chase in your start good luck Bill hitting good luck sir. Thank you, so, thank you. thanks for joining the show guys yes, sir. appreciate it appreciate you having us Welcome back to the show. Uh, thanks for sticking around and listening out through the music breaks that we've had so far. We only have one outro left. That's going to be nice. Um, so uh, now that we're back and we're settled, uh, it's post game now, so we can go back and reflect on what happened. So the Pioneers uh, do lose this one 6-1. Uh, it was a very, very interesting game for the first five innings. Uh, each team had one hit. And um, it was impressive to see that uh, Chase Haley was able to pitch for five innings and get six strikeouts. Um, so I guess that's another uh, shout-out to him. So great start. Uh, and Bill, we'll go to look at his stats. Uh, Bill, uh, he struck out his first two at-bats, and then he grounded out but was able to allow uh, Loft and Cotton enough time to uh, score a run so uh, that's good um, it was definitely something that was coming it was going to happen at some point during the game to break the shutout so um, great great job there I know the guys are anxious to get back at this team tomorrow now that we've seen them once um, and the pioneers still are having a hard time with uh, conference games but uh, I think, like I said earlier in the first segment, that something's going to have to give. Something is going to have to uh, turn the page f- for this team. Um, I think that there's going to be a lot of things that these guys are going to realize that they're better at than what they think they are now, perhaps. So, um, yeah, that's definitely exciting. And I think our bullpen is ready for the task at hand because I think every pitcher that we've started this season has given us a solid chance to win. It's just a matter of who's going to step up and who's going to do the best. And I think part of it is our infield right now. So um, so going back to uh, Lofton Cotton, I've already mentioned him once. He had another diving catch this game, um, and that was of huge, huge importance because uh, his catch was at a very dire time. He made a huge catch in the bottom of the first, the very first time that Walters had the chance to hit this game. Um, It was a fly ball that was way short of cotton, and he just sprinted and got there. Just the most athletic play that uh, the outfielders made probably all game long. Well, actually, take that back. There's one that was bigger. Looking through my notes here, uh, 
Zeke LeCount was able to catch a missile from Jordan Jackson as a Walters State player was trying to uh, score a run, and he gunned him down. It was fantastic. Uh, unlike anything I've seen so far this season, that's definitely going to be one of the top plays that I have for the rest of the season to go back and look at. So um, I'm I'm optimistic. I'm sure the guys are too to get this show on the road again tomorrow. So um, once we finish our series here, we'll head back to Gallatin, Tennessee, and we'll be nice, uh, warm. We'll be nice and warm. Sorry, we'll be nice. We'll be nice and warm and cozy in our beds again after staying in this hotel. So um, it's been nice. Uh, I've definitely liked being around the guys even more on these trips. So uh, thanks for listening to our uh, fifth episode of the Pioneer Diamond Chat Podcast. This has been your host, Nick Kieser. We plan on having another episode sometime uh, the week following this one. So we just want to thank you for listening and uh, and uh, keeping track of the pioneers. So until next time.